Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. lettuce on top. I'm growing this stuff out forever. I'm I'm starting to become rogue here. It's starting to come on here. What do you mean? You're getting gray? <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. Oh, whatever. I know you can't. It's it's like. They have like two. <laughs> Ashley's got two gray hairs, everybody. You got 15 years on me, dude. <laughs> uh, I'll edit that out. No, you won't. <laughs> Gray-haired Ashley. Gray-haired. All right. Kevin. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. Thank you for joining us again this week, you guys. I'm Ashley Chandler, and Pastor Jim Parkin is with us this week. We're back. You know, so we we're, we're going to talk about stuff today that I don't think everyone will be familiar with. Okay. So it's going to be more like a conversation where people are eavesdropping, if that makes Ooh, sense. That sounds Because this is what I want to, we're going to hit, we're going to touch on some church stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's no, it's not bad. Okay. So, <laughs> so you know how like all the different denominations, if you're not familiar to our listeners, there's so many different denominations and kind of different religious sects and stuff and different beliefs and different theology and all the things in ours, which is assemblies of God is kind of a, a break off of, Pentecostal, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have, we believe in the gifts, like gifts of the Holy Spirit and being baptized in the Spirit and all these things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Yes, Pastor. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. This is where it gets kind of murky for someone who's just walking into it. Right. You know, and we're going to kind of be all over the place. So bear with us. Some people believe that you're not saved until you've been, you've professed your faith, you've been baptized in water, and then baptized by the Holy Spirit. Right. Because there's direction given by apostles and the disciples, like, to be saved, this is what you do. So, yes, there's, yeah. So that's that's why it gets kind of tricky, because... We okay. believe in all the same main things, but then right. how we interpret certain things gets a little, yeah. So continue. Right. Keep going. So, but, okay. So my point is this. So if the main like go-to verse really is John three sixteen, mm-hmm. like for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So ever, mm-hmm. whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes. But if you're an AG church, now you also have to do these two cover charges or you're really not saved at all, which I don't think, I don't think that's like the overarching right thing. Well, I think in Peter, it says, if you, if you confess with your mouth and believe something that like, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And like, it adds, it kind of like, you know, I guess it depends on who was talking to who, 
and explain right. in what context, you know. So I think that that's where it's really right. important to understand that a lot of the New Testament books are letters mm-hmm. to, like, from, yeah, you know, from somebody to a group, you know, to a specific church, giving instruction and direction on things and encouragement. And so I think if we can, you know, that that's where biblical studies, um, theology studies, like all those things are uh-huh. super important because right. the, the Bible is not extremely easy to understand if you don't know, you know, and then right. it's the act of breathing word of God. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, need, you need the spirit to like, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, just, it's wild, right? Yeah. Because it can be confusing. Like if yes. you're just absolutely like, this is a big deal. I'm finally making this decision to come to faith and I've done it. I guess my point is where we need to be careful a little bit is like, first thing you can't be like, so if someone puts their hand up in church, they do the altar call and they prayed the prayer and that's huge. Right. 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 Like our next stop can't be, whoa, 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 there's slick. We have a next checklist thing's next. Here. Right. We have a checklist. <laughs> you got to do these things. <laughs> right. Right. So there's, there's a process and there's a timeline and our timeline, our fleshly human timeline doesn't necessarily the same as God's timeline. Right. Absolutely. Like, cause I know, I know dudes that got saved decades before me have been praying for like to, to be baptized in the Holy spirit for that same amount of time been praying for the gift of healing or praying for tongues and nothing. Right. So, but they're like, so knowledgeable and like in some, a couple of cases, pastors, right. right. Yeah. And they've been like, you know, so I just think it's, no, that's it's interesting. Cool. And the last, uh, probably recently pastor Jim at freedom center church has kind of explained it this way that now we have access to father God's huge shed of tools. Right. And now we're going to learn how to use them. And I think right. that's been a really neat way for me right. to kind of, understand that is a good it. way to put it. That's an outstanding way to put it. Because there's definitely things that I don't feel like I've got a really super big grasp on yet. And, you know, I I remember um, I remember being saved quite young. Like I, I was early elementary school and I just always knew that God loved me. And I was baptized when I was like 11, 9 or 11 or so. And so um, it's been a lifelong journey to understand who I am in Christ and what that looks like, you know. Um, mm-hmm. One of, so Pastor Jim, oh, no, 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 Jeff Bassett, the missionary mm-hmm. that spoke, he used uh, one of the scriptures that um, Jesus talks about, abide in me. Right. And that's for me. The branch and the vine scripture. Yeah, that's been something because Jesus used parables and pictures Mm-hmm. He still had to go back and explain them to his disciples because they were confusing to everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. So, yeah. and then even for me, I mean, there's been times in my, I remember sitting in the upstairs of our house in Gaines when Isaac was just a baby and being like, God, I don't even know what that looks like. You say to abide in me. What does that freaking look like? <laughs> you know, because I'm still learning and growing. Like, how do I stay connected with you always? Like, what does that look like? So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. So I guess like the point kind of to lead off point is that it's not just like what I never wanted. So let's rewind. So as okay. most people know, cause I've mentioned it before I grew up going to Lutheran church and it was not this big, like obviously a Christian home, but it was not this big 
prayer all the time, worship music all the time, sing. Um, we went to church on Sundays because that's what we did. And I never had any real big questions, you know. And then we did like youth group and they have in Lutheran church, they have confirmation, which you do basically memorize a bunch of Bible verses, but you really don't. You just copy them down from one page to the next. And then you do all the stuff, the requirements, and then you're confirmed and then you turn 18 and then you're just supposed to be no more youth group, adult functioning member. Here's your, you know, you're offering envelopes with your name on it and go. And then, so for me, the question started was in, in Lutheran church was okay. There's this, this dude, this pastor in his robe and collar and all this stuff. And he's kind of on this upper level preaching down to us, you know? So for me, the struggle was, okay, he's at this level of Christianity that's unattainable because I have no plans of going to the minister, you know, to the seminary. So I'll just dip out now that I'm 18 and I can kind of make that decision for myself, you know, and I hung out, I did, was like a youth group leader and stuff like that for a while when we moved, we had moved to Colorado and then it was just kind of just faded away. So, you know, then I start meeting before Freedom Center, people like Christian people, like in the army and stuff like that. And their interpretation of God was this kind of Pollyanna, Jesus is your buddy. Everything's wonderful. You know, you just say this prayer with us, then like, then you're part of this group and then everything will be wonderful. And there'll be no, like, we're like, we jump from like sinners to praying the sinner's prayer to all the way to wipe all the tears from my eyes and there'll be no more suffering. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a what? Minute. <laughs> and like, and I didn't like it. I didn't like that kind of, prosperity i was like because this isn't real it's this not the isn't whole picture not, yeah it's right. not the whole you're, the you're whole painting thing. a very narrow picture right yeah right kind of like the j i don't want to be too bashy but kind of like with jehovah's witness and they have watchtower and the two go in ju- conjunction but it's a very small very small view yeah. it's not the over right thing but like so then I get to Freedom Center and it's more of, this is a reality of what this is. This isn't heaven. Like the rea- when we had the reality yeah. Easter, yeah. you know? So for me, that was, I was saved already, but it was like, wow, okay. Yeah. You know, I can, I can, I can see this is easier for someone who's wired like me to be in the mission field that I'm on or the, the life story that I have to hear the gospel presented in that way, you know, then it's, it makes more sense, but it's just, you know, for me, like my life was kind of crazy at home growing up. So to go to church and perceive that everybody else's life was normal and happy. Right. And then our, you know, our, our, (laughs) this whole way of believing didn't really, transcribed to home in the way that I had hoped and expected was quite discouraging. Mm-hmm. So there have been things that I've had to sort out <laughs> with God right. to be like, I, you know, I, I thought that he would heal my family in the way that I had hoped and anticipated. And it didn't pan off the way that I wanted because, you know, with Jesus, everything's supposed to just be fixed, <laughs> you know? Right. 
you know? And so I think Mm -hmm. for, for me, I kind of had a little bit of a flip flop in that of, I was, I, I knew that life was quite, you know, difficult in some ways. And, and this, this God that said he was close and loved me didn't quite do everything that I had hoped he wanted, you know, him to do and stuff. So right. that, that's been, that's been a journey, you know, to, um, right. you know, it's, it's quite different to believe, to believe all the things. Right. And I don't want to minute, and I don't say that like, uh, like to cut that. I, I didn't mean to say that in a negative way. I just mean that it's, it's one thing to, to believe in Jesus, to be saved. It's, critical, super important, but then to know him and have a relationship and learn who he is and actually see him work in your life and have him speak to you and actually engage with him is completely different. Right. You know, so for people to not just have this burden of, you just need to believe this and then your life will pan out. Like it's, you need to know this person. You need to know who this is, you know? Um, it's quite different. And see, and the, and the fact of the matter is you don't get that access just by sitting around waiting for it. <laughs> like <laughs> you got to get, that's true. you got to get in the word. You got to spend time with him. You got to be like, yeah, you got to move when he moves, man, because you can be walking this line, you know, doing your thing, thinking everything's a okay. And then like miles back, you know, Jesus actually shifted. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And then that's you're true. like, whoa. It's very true. Like, I was supposed to be, like, on this other thing. But it's just, it's interesting, too, when you look at it, how actually in, in Christianity, how, you know, I'm sure you heard people say, like, back in the day, they say, put on your Sunday best. Yeah. We're going to church. How metaphorical that is. Yes. And you look at it that way. Yes. Because yeah. we put on our best face. Well, we talked our, about that last night. Nobody posts their screaming matches with their spouse and then right. just posts it to Instagram. <laughs> we don't right. do that. We post our happy little pictures of the best part of our day, right. you know. And, and and sometimes we walk in to wherever we call home church on Sunday morning and we have our best smiles and best hair yeah. and our best clothes, you know. And it's – but. And like for me growing up, that was the expectation or suit or whatever, or dress clothes to church. You and know? can I be honest? I mean, there's things I'm realizing that I, I still kind of feel like that's the expectation wherever I go. People don't really, let me say this very pessimistically. <laughs> <laughs> People don't yeah, yeah. really want you showing up and bringing your mess with you. People don't really have patience for that, you know, and so for us to be ah, steady hearted, steady minded to receive people in Mm -hmm. wherever. I mean, that I think that that's where a little bit more truer to that statement that you referred to earlier of um, meeting people where they're at is to give people space to not have to because, yeah. Walking into dropping your kids off at school, you know, walking into a restaurant to sit down and eat like. I think to some degree, I know that I'm always kind of trying to assess like what's appropriate, <laughs> you know, like, and p- <laughs> right. people don't want to deal with my drama, you know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's those well, that and we then know that the kinda... most that I'm like, oh, do they want to deal with my drama? And I don't want to bug them, <laughs> you know? Well, well, that spends, well, that kind of, you know, to come full circle, that kind of is what we have. The reason we started TLE and the reason 
we have the house church is for that because yeah. I can assure you that <clears throat> if I'm like, okay, so had our, well, two weeks ago, two Saturdays ago, we had a dude that we worked for what seemed like two hours and he still died and the whole family's watching and it, it's a bum out that yeah. sucks. So when I walk in on Sunday and all these people who know me, you know, when they say, what's wrong, you know, are you okay? And I'm do the typical dude thing. I'm fine. And they're like, uh, uh, so what really happened? There's like two or three people, you know, well, five or six or eight people in that whole place, you know, that I would be able to say this happened. And so I think what I, and, and I say that just to say this, me included, if you're going to ask that question, you got to be as a believer, as a Christian, and that's your brother or sister in Christ, you got to be able to hear that answer. You got to be able to, yeah, like, yeah, got to be able to have someone say, I'm leaving my wife and not be <laughs> shock and awe. You just got to be, you know, you got to be able to hear what they're going to say. And for veterans and first responders and stuff like that, like I know people that just aren't in a space where they would say I was involved in like, <clears throat> like an officer involved shooting. Yeah. I killed another human yesterday. Right. So for me, I work in that world. I'm like, Oh, well let's go sit down over here and walk through this. Yeah. Yeah. But for someone, and it's no knock on anybody at all, but if you're not prepared, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Then it's right. Then it, it could be off putting either way for both people. Right. You know, so it's just, and that's the capacity to understand that's church family is like, not everybody's on the same, in the same lane. I was going to say on the same level, but that's not good language in the same lane. And, and it's gotta be okay for my lane to be different than your lane. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Church is wild, man. It is a wild place. It is wild. Christianity is just something else. It's like, it is work, dude. It's not just, and it's, it's, <laughs> am I wrong? It's like, you got to, no, I mean, it, 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 as Christians, we have, we're basically waking up every day saying, I am not the version of myself yet that right. I know God has intended for me. And so every day I need to be humble and willing to grow <laughs> right? and be teachable and correctable and changeable, you know, in, in good ways, you know, and mm -hmm. changing bud said this, you know, but at church, he greets, mm -hmm. he's super amazing. Um, he told us a few weeks ago, he's, you know, like everybody wants to be different. Nobody really wants to change. Right. You know, and, and that's that's hard. It's very self-denying in a good way to um, put down some of that pride and be willing to right. see, see yourself in all the lights that it would be respectable and true and honorable and, and real, <laughs> you know, to, right. to take our faults with our strengths, you know, really, truly. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of work and it's hard. <laughs> it is, dude. Well, it's like, if you look at it too, like, like these dudes who do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like Danny does that. And he's explained it to me in the, the struggle 
of being like a white belt at it. And then just all the repetitive where these dudes who are better and, you know, been at it longer and higher belts, just beating you up, not like punching her because they don't do right. that. Right. But just submitting you over and over and over and over. And it's done out of, it's a weird martial art because it's, it's so gentle and done out of love. It's really encouraging to try to help you be better. But the frustration of that. And I think in our flesh, we don't want the process. Right. You don't want to be a white belt Christian. You want that black belt <laughs> now. Right. Right. You know, so I've never thought of Christian. I just had that. I was like, no, that's cool. I really, no, I really, really like, like I'm it. like a brown belt. I don't even think that I might be a purple. <laughs> I don't know. But like, anyway, <laughs> No, that's good. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be honest here because any of you out there that have listened to this podcast for more than six months would know that I once in a while will share things about what we have been through because we're supposed to, we're hosts and we're going to share about our life and stuff. But I mean, go back, a, you know, a, a minute and find the anxiety and depression episode you know, and, and give that one a listen and know that the last couple of years or so have been a little hard and <laughs> for us to have to look ourselves in the face, um, for Nick and I in our household and, and come face to face with the, the things that we've been through and the decisions that we're making and, and who we want to be, who we want to grow into, you know? And, um, I, I just recently found, um, a new counselor that I really like. And, um, it's just, it's just funny because there is a moment where I'm like, I'm super pissed and super glad and relieved that I'm here, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but I'm both very pissed off that I have to admit the things that, you know, I just, it's just, it's good, but it's, it's hard. It's rough, man. Yeah. Well, like, and there'll be those seasons. Like I'm in a season now where in the next week or so, I will fully retire, if you will, or step down from the fire department. I just don't have the opportunity or the time to give it the time that it deserves is one reason. Another reason is that my C5 has a compression fracture in it. So I'm walking around with a broke ass neck, you know, and I just... I'm getting older and it's just, I'm starting to realize limitations. You know what I mean? And for a dude that grew up in the snowboard, surfboard, skateboard culture, they want to talk about bitter pills, you know, but like, I'm going to stay at Swartz. I'm going to keep doing the thing as long as I can. And then also this, I'm working on a building a church. Yeah. Planting a church even when it's in your home is gotta be the hardest thing that I've ever done. Really? It's gotta be, it's just, you know, it's just to be honoring to everybody and to be patient and just to, it's the coolest thing, but by far the most challenging. That's cool. Like, you, how do you, how you feel about being down at the fire department? Is that hard? It's mixed emotions. It's time. It's yeah. time. I just, it's not fair to the other guys. It's not fair to my chief, but, but this is the mission now. Yeah. And this you is still get to be chaplain though for fire department. Um, I believe so. We'll see kind of how that plays out. I hope so. 
but you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's just, it's just the reality of it is I don't have, I don't have the time to devote and that's fair. Yeah. And God gave me this mission and it's higher. It's a higher priority. You know, I need to be, I need to pastor these people who don't know that I'm their pastor. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, there's, there's people out there and, and that's it. You know, I've shared with you guys a lot of times before that quote about out of a hundred soldiers on the battlefield, I like that one. you know, and that's just, that's my mission. I've prayed. Like, I wish I could find that real quick, but basically it's breaking down the field of battle and it comes down to the one who's is, it finishes by saying the one is the warrior and it's the warrior that'll bring us home. So how this works out is like years ago. Now I was literally like, can I please Jesus get a new career? <laughs> I was going through a burnout season. You know, I was like, this is, I'm good. I've seen all the things I've done all the stuff. I had the military. I'm cool. I work at home Depot. I will drive a bus. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anything. Can I get anything else? Anything else? And didn't really hear anything. And then my brother, both brothers, my older and younger, and a dude who I was in the military with texted me that quote, all three of them separately on the same day. <laughs> I was like, oh, so there's your answer, huh? I'm like, hmm. Which was confusing. So then there was another very, you know how sometimes, okay, sometimes you guys, we pray and it's more of a, us being a pestilent kid and arguing with God. So there's those prayers. And I was like, really? So you're going to use my angry at the church brothers. <laughs> like what? But okay. Makes sense. I guess doesn't make any sense, but I'll take it. But that's the thing. That is, that's why I'm still here. Yeah. You know, and there's a time limit. I'm human and my body's appears to be starting to break down a little bit. So I'm kind of off of the church topic. I will tell you all that I do use that on patients who need to be told like, oh, you know, I've had the worst headache of my life for seven months. I'll say my neck's broken. Like, <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know. This is weird. It's a weird transitional season, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I I think that sometimes it's a little disorienting for me when like things change, you know, like when I left for the hiking trip, it was summer. When I came home, it was fall. Like the, the weather and the sky looks different. And I just feel like I got plucked in and plucked out and things are different. And, um, Job stuff is different. You know, I'm working for Prison Project now. You guys, mm-hmm. shameless plug on checking that out. Um, so there's just enough things that have changed. And I do think that there's a lot of consistency that I really do like in my life. And so when things change, I think I, I think that's wise, you know, to always just kind of reassess, like, God, am I where I'm supposed to be right now? Yeah, you know dude. What I mean, like, am I doing everything that you've asked me to do? Don't sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. My advice to anybody who's a believer or a new believer or a longtime believer is like, don't sleep on God and he'll move. Yeah. He will move and you'll be the last to know if you weren't spending time and paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. 
happened to me. I'm telling you what, this happens. <laughs> like, well, it's super a, cool to do the thing. You know, it's just super humbling and cool to to be right. along for the ride to do the thing that he's asked you to do. And it's, I mean, it's sacrificing and hard, but it's also really cool. You know, I think mm-hmm. that that's what Nikki was saying last week. You know, like I know we've painted this whole picture that this industry is horrible and hard and sucky, but it's also a really cool job. You know, it is. So I think that that translates. You know, yeah, God, it is. And, and we're in. It's, this is a time, man. Yeah. It's time for people. That's why I said last week that's after 9 11, all of us joined up something. Yeah. Some dudes went into the first responder kingdom. Some people went into the military. You know, some people became nurses. Yeah. You talk to nurses and docs and stuff like that. And a lot of times there's some really amazing stories on what got them. That's cool. Like amazing stuff. I've talked to people that like, saw somebody choke or something, saw someone have a cardiac arrest or something at a store or a restaurant and just something in them. And they moved towards healthcare. That's really cool. They wanted to be a part of that. They wanted to be part of the solution and stuff. So That's really yeah, cool. man, just, That's really this cool. is where we are. I'm pushing further and further in this whole pastoral business. And it's, it's the coolest thing, the most rewarding thing ever but the hardest thing at the same time. There is nothing simple about this. You know how we have episodes where we say it's simple, but it ain't easy. This just ain't easy. It's cool. It's people stuff. It's life stuff. But it's hard. It ain't easy. You know? Yeah. And it's just, it's weird. I will share this. It's this weird nonstop 24 seven. Now I have these other hearts that I'm always thinking about, always thinking about. It's weird. I didn't see that coming, but they warned me. <laughs> I guess I wasn't really fully listening, but they told me every single pastor. I'll go down the list. Pastor Jim, Pastor Adam, Pastor Jason, Pastor Carl, Pastor Josh, Pastor JD, all of them. They all told me. They all said it. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, 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 cool. And then wham. Because <laughs> I was like, well, it's only going to be a handful of people, so it can't be that big of a deal. But... Not only is it the people that come, it's the people that don't. It's wild, yeah. man. Yeah. It is just, it is. So that's why, like, if you have, you guys, I'll share it. I will open up my Facebook and share this out. Um, if you have the opportunity to listen to Freedom Center Church, they had a guest speaker, Jeff Bassett, from Mount Hope Lansing. This dude's message, man, like... It's, it's powerful. It's Actually, the last good three. Good sucker punch. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's worth the listen. It's, it's worth, you know. You were going to say like, the last three? You're the la- well, like the last two Pastor Jim did and then his. Yeah, they're all really good. It's just, it's just good, solid. That is, what, that is what it is to follow Christ. Those messages. Those things. And so a lot of times, like systematically, the church at large gets a bum rap. They get people with kind of cherry pick out only the bad things. I mean, church is humans. The institution of it at least right. is right. humans and, and we're all broken, sinful humans. So we, you know, follow it up yeah. from time to time. But I would urge people who aren't involved in church or faith or anything like that. Just these are good messages. These are good examples you know, like, like we were saying earlier, 
for our church, you know, we, we say love God, love people, love to serve. But it's like, if we go back to love thy neighbor, everyone knows that for secular people, the golden rule, right? Like, so pastor Jim and I were talking today and I love the way he put this. So if you question faith or Christianity, like, and, and for all the reasons you were hurt, you don't like their, their opinion of A, B, C, or D, you know? So there's the story of there's a, there's a dude on a road that gets jumped by robbers and beat near to death, you know, and the priest walks by him and like, I think a tax dude or a Pharisee walks by him. And then the Samaritan who is trained to hate his kind walks by and is compelled to take care of the dude, you know, give him everything, pay in advance for, you know, takes him to think to like a, an inn or something, take care of him, give him all he needs and I'll settle up when I come back. So the question is, who's your neighbor? That's how Pastor Jim put it. Like, yeah. and, and that's the kind of the overarching, what we're trying to do, what we screw up all the time. Uh, well, a lot of the time, not all the time is like, who is our neighbor? You know, who do we love? But it goes both ways. Like you can't be out there hating on the church and saying, what about love your neighbor? But we don't like you guys over there, but you should love your neighbor. Yeah. You know, it's. That makes sense. So that's it. That's good. So I would say my closing arguments are you should come check us out on Monday. If you haven't, we have a spot for you. Mm -hmm. You should just show up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Amazing people. You'll know some of them. Maybe you won't. Doesn't matter. You will have been listening to the TLA podcast so long, you will feel like you know us. Right. And you'll come in and it'll be great. That'd be really cool. I would say, you know, I, I think that, you know, something that I've been, you know, just read about, you know, these past few weeks of just, Engaging with people to understand instead of gauging, engaging with people to just be right. Mm-hmm. And I really want to be somebody that I, I really just want to hear people out and just help them feel at home and help them feel known. Right. Um, you know, and I think that we can, we can do that pretty powerfully in just simple ways of just, just being kind and good to people and just being willing to, to be there for each other, you know? So right. it, it, you know, it takes sacrifice. It takes work and time and stuff, but it's super worth it. So, you know, I hope you come. I hope I get to shake your hand and say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and super grateful that you guys are, you know, part of this community, um, listening to the podcast that we get to be a part of your life in some way. Um, you know, I haven't said it in a while, but it's, it's a big honor for me to be part of this ministry when I'm not in your shoes for those that are in first response and in the ERs and in nursing and, and veterans and stuff like that. So I don't have that scope. And so I, um, I'm just, this is really cool. And so I, I'm, I'm grateful that we can serve you and uh, provide content for that's going to help you and just be there for you, you know, week by week. So, yeah. It's just a huge hassle for me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, All the no, editing I love you it. do, Jim. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. We appreciate that you guys listen. Yeah. Like I was looking this week, kind of going over old episodes and we have episodes where like, like 465 times it's been listened to. And that blows my mind. Yeah. Because it still blows my mind when like 50 people listen and like one person's like, I listened to the episode. I know. And I'll like, I'll make, ah, <laughs> a lot of people really appreciated Nikki this past week. So just yeah, thank, man. You, thank you again, Nikki, for coming on and just sharing where you've come from and where you've mm-hmm. been and what you've seen um, for giving nurses a voice on yep. this, this platform and stuff. And um, shout out to Amy Chandler. Like Amy totally just tagged us both and stuff and just yeah. really shared her heart and stuff. So I, I'm glad yeah, that we can support you guys and really give you, give you a voice. So yeah. If you haven't listened to last week, uh, last week's episode one Oh six, go back, man. It was important. It was important for the community to know what's going down. Yep. You know, and changes are coming down the pipe and it's all good. And things are happening with us at the lighthouse experiment and Grambling campus. So, all cool things. So thank you, though, to Freedom Center Church. I like to say Freedom Center main campus. It makes me feel important. Well, they but, call us FCC Grand Blank right. campus. So, I mean, thanks, main campus. I was, yeah. So Freedom Center main <laughs> campus. Thank you. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Kingdom Builders. Kingdom Builders makes all of this possible. And thank you. Actually, we're not 193 anymore. We are now 198. <laughs> I'll do an asterisk on the episode in the details. No, one one nine eight. <laughs> anyway, one nine eight will be there all week. So, all right, guys, peace. Peace. Take care.